Welcome to Drinking During Business Hours, where we have interesting conversations over a great bottle of wine. Drinking is optional, so sometimes my guest doesn't drink, and they just watch me drink. That's fine, too. I'm Sarah Halstead, your host. Support the show by subscribing, following, liking, and reviewing our episodes. Check out my website, Sarah J. Halstead, for my latest stand updates and social media links. Hey, 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 welcome back to Drinking During Business Hours. Thank you so much for joining us. I have a friend here today, and I am so excited to talk to him because I we haven't seen each other since prior to the pandemic. He's a good friend, and he's kind of a big deal. He's one of those friends that I brag about knowing to anyone who will listen. Today, I have Chavo Guerrero Jr. <laughs> on the show. I got to have you introduce me more often. <laughs> Chavo. What is oh, going on, I, girl? I, I just, it is so good to see you. It's awesome to see you. You look amazing. You I love amazing. the new hair. You do? Yes, it oh, looks great. Please, I mean, I love the blonde too, but it looks great with Chavo. your eyes. Really, really great. Totally. <laughs> well, thank you. Yeah. And you look great thank as you. always. Thank and you. I. Um, I have a really cool geeky Grenache Blanc, and it looks like you brought some cool shit too. Yeah, so let's pop yours open. Um, yeah, so I brought so a good friend of mine, been a friend of mine for jeez, thirty years maybe. <clears throat> so her name is uh, Danielle Gold, Danny Gold. So she um, started. Well, actually, had she had a winery in Paso Robles for a while. Her and her husband called Edward Sellers, but it's really hard to make it. In, oh. to have you know in Paso to have your own winery oh, it's and so, so tough and it was great wines it was so good but it just you know they just couldn't couldn't produce enough yeah so she did her own wine and it's great it's really good and it's a nice I brought it on for you so you can have it you can drink it you can do whatever you want thank with it. you that yeah. was so so nice of you yeah, yeah. yeah. Totally. it takes a long time for vineyard owners or estate owners or people that don't even that just have fruit right it, it takes it's just all passion because it takes so long for them to have any kind of reward you know just to, to see the yeah yeah really, uh, fruits of their labor really literally fruits of their labor <laughs> really does she was at the newport beach um wine festival whatever and was the biggest seller there so it was really good so she did really nice with this and what's cool about this wine is it's just a it's a just drink it you know it's not like it's gonna not gonna cost you 80 bucks i think there are Twenty one dollars and twenty dollars, something like that. Oh, nice! It's in the low twenties. You yeah. brought the fact sheet. I did. Yeah, man. <laughs> like, what know. a generous guest! Yeah, well, you're the first person to bring wine to the show since I revamped it. Well, why, why are you kidding? I, I get it. You know, it's so funny. I, I had a really so I don't know if you know Jen Sturger. Uh, she's she's a badass. Uh, uh, she was a sports columnist, huh? and she brought Tall Boys. I love like, it. Because, you know, the drinking us, like, that's ambiguous. We can drink whatever. We can drink coffee. We can drink soda. We can drink beer. But I really, does, this is, the, the original formula was, was, was wine. wine. Well, you're yeah. an ex-Somalier. I, I, so. Yeah, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a psalm. Um, a psalm, is that, is that the, uh, I, guess, the, the, uh, I just, the slang I, for I, it? I just wanted to look cool just now. Just I don't know. <laughs> is it psalm, sommelier, um, certified, whatever. And uh, yeah, that's that's my background. I've I've yeah. done it for a long, long time, and it's really just such a treat when I meet someone that also appreciates wine. And I prefer being around. I don't. I'm just going to be honest. I don't 
really care for a majority of the people in the wine industry. I'm sure. They just have a, um, they, they're a little persnickety and kind of take themselves way too seriously. And it's just wine, like settle down, right? you know? And I, I mean, and I'm stereotyping right now. There are a lot of cool people in the wine business, but in general, they can be pretty pretentious, you know? It's like Hollywood a little bit, you know, there's yeah. some great people in Hollywood and then there's some douchebags. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know what I mean? Exactly. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, you know, you're one of those people that, you know, you're not like in the wine industry, but you know enough of it where it's just cool and we can talk organically about it and not, I'm an alcoholic, like sure. it's, <laughs> not like, it's not like we're curing cancer here, you know? Yeah. Let me um, try your gr- Grenache. Yeah. Grenache, okay. Yeah. It? Let's do that. Yeah. It's a Grenache Blanc. Okay. And let me try yours. Absolutely. Thanks. Absolutely. And I, and I have two more glasses too, if we okay. want to, no this is so fun. I can't even tell you. I, I I know I keep saying it, but I it's just so surreal to see you right now, because I uh, I I'm really big into your Instagram. I you know I I check in every day on your Insta, as you know, and uh, you know you're always like doing like a really cool. You you start with like just a, a cool workout, and you're radiating health and positivity and you know i think during the pandemic that was just so refreshing for people in particular thank you you know um you know your instagram is your your want to be life what you want to be in purple you know that's what you want to be like this is how awesome my life is but really you know it's not really like that but um i try just to be real you know <laughs> i try to be real i try to get my workouts mine in. is mine's exactly because uh, i don't look awesome at all i'm like oh, this is my pathetic life <laughs> i love yours i love yours you're doing all your it's your, very real you know, your stand up is awesome and you're all the different stuff you got going on you know you're in uh you're in your bikini a lot of times which is really cool I, or, and when you were in covid i, I saw that i do you that were, a couple of times you know yeah, kind of you know gotta mix it. it up a little gotta keep it you know it's like so whenever that happens that's of course when i get the most likes i do that for my uh my fans in pakistan yeah <laughs> isn't that weird <laughs> how that's, we're, that's we're like super of, like big in india and i'm Pakistan really is. big in pakistan and you're gonna appreciate this i'm big in mexico are you yeah it's one of the that. reasons why I wanted to perform in Cabo over I, the over the And that's why you couldn't, right? Because you I, had yeah, I got COVID. COVID. Did you get it? Yeah. So I was double vaxxed and boosted, and I was in Australia for five months filming Young Rock, uh, the season two. So I was there for five months, and you know it was pretty locked down there. So there was like four cases in like the whole state, and then they opened up for Christmas and let everybody in, and then bam, it hit. Wow. It, wow. It, it was fair because everybody there thought it was not even real. Everybody there was like, we, we think it's not, it's, this is not even real. Like, we, there's no cases here. Nobody's dying. I remember that. So yeah. then um, it, it hit and then everybody got it. So I just got like the Omicron, I guess. I don't know. And it, it, that was, it was the, that was the hardcore one. It was nothing for me. Like, well, literally, you're so healthy. Come on, man. I, I'm kind of surprised you got it. I had some, I had some like body you're... aches and, uh, and that was kind of, you know, not really, there wasn't a lot to it. I just had some body aches and that was about it. Like I didn't lose my taste or whatever. So I was, I was quarantined Good. for, you know, seven days, whatever it was. So I would, I was still trying to get my workouts in. So I would sneak out, I'd go down to the car park and so that they wouldn't see me and I would sneak out the car park and go run on the beach and then come back. Not, you know, of course when there was nobody there and then uh, sneak back in my hotel room. <laughs> so, so basically, and this is while you have it, yeah. right? Yeah. So, so you really, you really were not. I mean, it didn't lay you down at all. Well, you know, I, was, I stayed inside. You know, I did stay inside, except for 
early mornings, I would get out and there was nobody out and I was, you know, get my runs in or push But feeling wise, like, did you have really nothing? Not much. Wow. Not much. You know, develop, develop that cough, you know, like 10 days afterwards. Yeah. It kind of lingered a little bit. Yeah. But, but nothing really. In fact, I got like sick like a month ago, like, I don't know, kind of flu going around and not COVID. We got tested and everything. That was way worse. At least for me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I had the second one, the Delta mm. and, um, and yeah, I had, maybe, maybe that was it. The flu, you know, it was, yeah, it was. And, and you, you couldn't do your, your performing in Cabo. That's I, I couldn't. Yeah. A, a slew of shows were canceled oh, and it was just a real bummer. That's too bad. And, but you know, it also was a cathartic time. It forced me to be still. It's the first time I had been still in really? a long time, Really, you know, because I am still in the wine industry. And when the pandemic hit, I relied on it. I'm so happy I had it. I tell you one thing about wine. It's pandemic proof. It's 9-11 proof. And it's recession proof. You're right. That's like the only thing. Like we thought entertainment was, but we were wrong. You know, entertainment, we thought it was, but it was wrong because, you know, entertainment never shuts down. If it's, if there's a recession, if there's, you know, people don't, whatever, people don't have money, they have money, whatever it is, you there's all they're always trying to escape their their shitty lives <laughs> so, yeah, you know, so yeah. they're doing we, you know entertainment which is either you know me for either wrestling or filming a tv show or doing signings or whatever it is but during the pandemic that completely shut down like i did nothing for six months like i sat home and just like nothing and it was like and i'm not a depressed person no, at all but i you felt are, you just exude positive I, optimism I, <laughs> one of the, one of the your your best I, I mean it's that you you really stand out from you know um on my Instagram anyway, I, I purposely would, would have to check in with you just to feel better. <laughs> it's like okay, <laughs> you have this thing about you where you make people feel like everything's going to be okay. It is. That's the thing, yeah. though. It is going to be okay. Everything. What, I mean, what? I think it's one of bad... your draws. It's why you have just a gazillion people like following you, and you have so many fans. And I, I think it's one of your thank you things. Thank yeah. you. You know, it's very easy to fall into the um, complain mode, and and you know, this Isn't is this it? sucks. This the whatever. It's very easy, and especially if you're around those people. Um, it's very easy. It's contagious. You know, negativity it is contagious. Is. So I, I, I hate words to, are I, spells. Yeah, I hate to do that. I don't and I don't even like the word hey but I don't even yeah. like to I don't like to be that way I like to th- just think positive and like hey we woke up we're above ground I got a roof over my head I got food on my table I got my dog next to me I got wine in my hand yeah. <laughs> what else is there yeah I mean no and I mean just because we can't work for a while and have to take a break you right know? I mean and we're so fortunate uh, not a lot everyone was as fortunate you know a lot of oh for sure yeah um, absolutely I, you know people were very very affected by it it's good right you like that Grenache Blanc? I like excellent, this. Excellent, excellent. I mean, right? I mean, for a twenty dollar price point, twenty two dollar price point, it's pretty. This is really good. I didn't nice. need to steal it. You Please, wanna, no. Wanna... This is yours. It's your bottle. Oh, I brought it for you. I brought. Oh, I brought a, a, a Chardonnay so nice. for you. Great. And I love that her Chardonnay, Danny Gold Chardonnay. I love okay. that because uh, it's sometimes the Chardonnay is too sweet for me. And it's, mm-hmm. it's not, it's crisp. I, I, we call it the Game Changer Chardonnay. Like, that's the, the name we brought up for her because it's it's much cleaner, crisper. It's it's aged in um, stainless instead of oak. You oh, know? So, yeah. so there's no oak on that baby. Right. That's very, very rare. Yeah. And I mean, I it's like, you know, Especially you switch. Especially for California. Yeah, you know, you switch your... Um, 
your taste buds switch as you get older or just you go through different they do don't they yeah they do yeah so i was a big um, my taste in general just switches yeah <laughs> totally. Switches in men, switches is it? in people. Does it? Yeah. Is it, are you Clothes. tasting? Are you just tasting? Are you tasting this right now? <laughs> I really, you know, it's a yeah. I, I think we we evolve as people, don't we? Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> so you're so you you now have a taste for like a cleaner style Chardonnay. You know, well, I I you never really even, liked the Chard though. I got got away from Shards and was doing like um, if I do a white, I do like a Pinot Grigio, just just as light and easy and. I don't know, you know, sometimes a Sauvignon Blanc, it just depends. Crisp, aromatic. Yeah, absolutely. Nice little buzz on yeah. an empty stomach. Right? <laughs> exactly. But Before I, a workout, after a workout. Yeah, after, for sure. After, yeah. Because it was just not, and it's not so sweet. Right, you know? right. And, yeah. Sugary. It, yeah. It's, hey man, it's pounds. Yeah, no, let's, exactly. Let's face it. Exactly. It's a, yeah, we don't like added sugar. We don't, that's, yeah, they're... The whites are are pretty locale. Champagne is pretty locale if it's brut. I didn't say I drink a lot of champagne. I'm totally into I champagne. Love I love champagne. champagne. We had I'm that in common. I'm totally into champagne now. Like oh I, I'm my super snobby. It's first thing I do when I get on a first class plane uh, airplane, I go, "Do you have any splits open? <laughs> you know, ooh, any, any may sparkling I fly with you, you yeah, sometime, absolutely. please? It's been my. Dr- I wish we were on a project together. That'd be awesome. I, I, I want to like become like a, a bodybuilding, you know, well, we've person done just one. so I can work with you. We did one. <laughs> I love that. I would love that. We did one project, right? We did the, we did. Uh, it was the so, Smart Cups project. I'm so grateful for that project just because I met you. Mm-hmm. And that's a great example of work begets work. Right. Because, you know, that was um, just kind of an off the cuff. Um, totally. I mean, it, it was wonderful. That was, I mean, the production was nice. The um, the product He's, you know, ki- he's killing is it. Is he? Oh I, I have to God. reach out to him. Killing, he's a killing. Nice, yeah, I see him all nice the time. Person. In fact, my my smart a, cups. Yes, yeah, smart cups. Yeah. I have a wrestling ring that's in his in his warehouse. <laughs> we knew he was going to kill it. He, I mean, he's so smart. It's Chris Canick in uh, mm-hmm. Smart Cups. He's killing it. Check it out if you guys haven't. You don't know anything about it. It's revolutionary. It's going to change. It, change the way you like a delivery system completely changes things i don't want to get in too much into it because we're talking about wine and we're, we're talking, talking about, about wine, but that, no but that's that's cool though you know right, that i'm so sure. happy that he made it big and uh and that maybe our commercial helped with the launch right? who knows i just love i love my boys and my girls to succeed i yeah, love that yes when, when my friends succeed it's like i succeed Oh yeah. So I love that. Like I love to see you just killing it. You oh, know, I thank sub- you. To see I when mean, I when I first met you, I think you had like, you know, fifteen thousand followers, and now you're like way way up there. You're oh, like over, thanks. Yeah, you're killing like over hundred thousand. Just about followers. the followers, man. You're not, <laughs> but, but you're killing. You <laughs> Who gives a shit about my IMDb credits? No, I, I'm just kidding. But you know what? A lot of times it is, and you when you do a role, sometimes they look. I mean, they a lot of times they just say they it. Check. They ch- how many followers do you have? Exactly. Can you retweet this stuff? Especially, Absolutely. you know, because I still do a little bit of print modeling just for the cash, and which I'm really proud of to, well, that, yeah, I, you got that, that I'm at my, at my age and I'm still doing that. You know, be, but it would be a shame not to use that face for some. Oh, you are such a charmer. For, this is, <laughs> for oh, some so did I say I missed you? I missed you. Um, but no, I have to. I have to write down my handle, my mm. Instagram handle, mm-hmm. at the casting. Really? Yes. And uh, that's a, a category that I, where I do well because oh. I I think I am hired on that. That's awesome. So, it's silly though, isn't it? It's very silly. It's very silly. I get a lot of free stuff because. I and and you don't just, need it, but you know, <laughs> yeah. I need I need 
people think wrestlers are rich. We're not. <laughs> well, so you, yes, I need it. But you, you have, well, and let's congratulations on Young Rock. Thanks. You're very successful, Chavo. Thanks. Very, Thanks. I, I, so, I loved the show. It was so so good. I'm really really proud of it. Um, so I'm the wrestling coordinator on mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Young Rock season one, season two. So everything wrestling pretty much goes through me on there. Me and uh, another one of the executive producers. Uh, so. It's the story, you know, Young Rock. It's uh, Dwayne Johnson's way he grew up, and that's exactly how I grew up. Exactly. So when I started, oh. when I started filming these episodes and started reading the scripts, I'm like, wait a minute, this, this is this is my life. This I, is my life. I kind of felt that when I was watching it. I've interviewed you twice, right? And we've gone through, you know, your your upbringing and yeah. the ring being in the backyard and your family. It was just, it just in your blood the moment you were born. Totally. So. Like all you know, like he was always hanging around all these different wrestlers as a kid, that were like mm-hmm. his uncles. That's exactly how I grew up. Yeah. So when I talked to him, you know, I was friends with, friends with him from wrestling for sure before. Now he's the biggest movie star in the world. Yes. Um, you know, and the follower doesn't he have like a billion? It's like so he's insane. He's got like three hundred and thirty million <laughs> followers. <laughs> it's some just insane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's he's doing all right. He, he, he could get free stuff president. too. <laughs> uh, I bet he does. Oh yeah. That's the irony. Yeah. So. You know, talking to him, I was like, dude, you understand? He's like, man, what he from what his his mouth, he was like, Chavo, you killed it. You killed the oh. rest of things. Thank you so much. And I was like, okay, brother, not only is it my boy's show, so I'm going to go above and beyond, but this is my life. Like, mm. this what you're doing, except for running for president in the future, this is my life. Like, I'm literally. Going. Yeah. I mean, yeah, no, yeah. I, I, I absolutely saw that just from, you know, our, um, so... The first time I interviewed you, I think it was like 2017, the original Drinking During Business okay. Hours, and mm-hmm. and we talked all of we right. really dove into your background, and sure. so if uh, you know you might want to revisit, yeah, I think you were in my very first episode, if I'm not mistaken. Really, you launched it. That's yeah. Awesome. And then I interviewed you on my podcast at the Comedy Store, right? Uh, Jimmy and Sarah on the Sunset Strip. That's right. And you were doing Glow then. That's right. Yeah, I was doing Glow. That and was that great. was a great show. I love and that show. Ah, oh, so so great. Broke my heart. Don't did, still don't understand the why pandemic. that's not still going on. Okay, it the was pandemic. the pandemic. Okay, yeah. So that we makes were sense. we were greenlit. Well, we were, we had season four. We had filmed two episodes already. Number one, number two episodes. Uh, all the sets were done. All the scripts were done. And pandemic hit. So we you know we took a three week break and then two months and four months mm. and then six months and then i end up flying to australia to film young rock mm-hmm. season one and there there's we're still doing it we were still going on and eight months later and then they they pulled the plug oh. so it was the last season and i guess netflix was like all right we gotta trim some fat here so I was working out like crazy, hoping they would consider me as oh, a I series regular. I loved just it. So should let me know. I would have got just you so on. you could adjust me in the ring. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> Attitude adjustment. <laughs> exactly. That's what I need. Uh, but uh, yeah, that was a great show. And, um, you know, you just seem to have, it didn't look like you took a break at all. I mean, you just seem to always be working. You're just on show after show. It's a hustle. It, it's a hustle. Yeah. But, it's my hustle. So that's what I love about it. I don't work for anybody. I work for myself. Now, okay. there's times that so I'll work for, you know, this studio or this show for, you know, NBC Universal or Paramount or Vice or whatever. But, you know, if I want to turn it down, I'll turn it down. I don't have to. I don't mm-hmm. have to. I work for myself. What a beautiful thing. It's great. 
like I said, it's a hustle, but it's my hustle. So, you know, sometimes you're loaded and you're rolling and sometimes you're like, all right, let's. Um, <laughs> well, you, you have such you have such a presence, as I was talking about earlier. And uh, it just I mean, the camera loves you. Obviously, we know that from your from your past as a professional wrestler. Um, with every acronym you can in the wrestling back, you're associated with like 13 acronyms, WWE <laughs> being the main one. A bunch, yeah. Uh, yeah, exactly. Um, so you're, you're very, very known for, 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 you know, just being the, the king of wrestling. <laughs> and, uh, uh, I'm, do you want to, I mean, you're, you're an actor too. I sure. have, have you been, I, I'm, I was hoping to see you maybe in Young Rock or the Glow or how do you ever get a cameo? So maybe in, you, maybe you had one so and I missed in, it. So in Glow season 2, last episode, I played a character named Chico Guapo oh, and got in the ring. If you go back season 2, last episode, I went okay. in the ring and wrestled Betty Gilpin who played um she has so many different names on the show, but so she played um she's so great. So, yeah, she's she's I'm, amazing I'm a amazing fan of hers. Actress. Yeah, she's she is so she amazing. Played Liberty Bell on the show mm -hmm. and then she was also the the uh like bizarro zoya destroyer which they switched roles with allison brie so she's i loved it yeah she's amazing she's awesome so we actually had a match together and she was great she was doing head scissors to me and ah. throwing me out of the ring it was, it was awesome were you playing yourself i was playing a, a character named chico Guapo. Oh, oh you were chico okay. and they wanted they chico were, had, yeah, yeah chavo they, chico they, they, yeah exactly they wanted like to do like a like a rico suave type character yeah. so they just came with Chico Guapo, different name. Perfect. It was really cool. I have to really revisit cool. that. It I, was really I, cool. I missed it. That's so awesome. That's it was cool great. as I got to do a scene with all of them. And I'm, you know, these are some high powered, you know, actresses and actors. Yes. They're I mean, they're really, really good. And they're amazing excellent. credits so under I was, their name. I was like, oh my God, I gotta thank God I know them. So it was like just doing it with my friends. But we did this scene, and it's like locker room scene. I had a break in and and it was it was so fun, but when I got done, I had like Betty Gilpin and Allison Brie going, Chavo, you killed it. And, oh, I, and I'm like, what a compliment. I'm like, are you serious? Like, you, you guys are like the best. Yeah. And they're like, you killed it. And I'm like, wow, thank you very much. That was cool. Uh, do you study acting with anyone? Uh, I, I don't. You're just honest. a natural. I just kind of do it. So everyone, who, all the actors who are listening are going to hate you right now. Just <laughs> well, you know, you, you have to study. You have to, you have to uh, do it. And well, some people do just kind of have, they're just a natural. Yeah. But you know, you're not always happy with it all the time. So I just didn't do too much on camera because I was behind the camera a lot. I went back this you know two weeks ago and did something with, um, AEW, um, all elite wrestling. That's like the next okay. big thing in, you know, uh, like a um, rival to WWE. Okay. Okay. So I had to do this, in, this, this interview and everybody's, Oh, you killed it. I'm like, oh, I'm not happy with that. Let's do it again. So we did it again. And I was like, okay, that's possible. But I'm like, Oh man, just my, I wasn't pausing at the right time. I wasn't, you know, I wasn't bringing my voice up and then bringing it down and too many variables. So oh, sounds like you're just over analyzing yourself as we all do in my, I think, you know, yeah, I think that's what it was. That's so common. So Maybe I, that's what it was. It took me a long time just to accept my voice. Yeah. You know, I'm like, great I, voice. do I really sound like Earl Jones? I mean, <laughs> not at all. That's but, you, hold know, on. you know what the best part besides your voice is your laugh. I love your laugh. Uh, it's great. I love your laugh. It's awesome. 
Uh, there's, there's, yeah, yeah. There's no mistake who's in the room. Once I start laughing, it's great. usually comics call me out through the lights. They can, they just know when I'm in the it. room. I love it. Um, I think laughing is important. Absolutely. It's, it's, it's yeah. Totally I, I laugh like a, you know, hyena. There's nothing I can do about it. It's but, great. But yeah, the first time I heard my voice, the first time, and, and just seeing yourself on camera, it takes yep. a minute to adjust. Oh, for sure. The first time you start hearing your voice a lot, you're like, oh. Uh, that that's it's horrible. Do you force yourself? I mean, when you were a wrestler, did you did you play back and? I would watch every your, match. I I would imagine you had sure. to. Yeah, you, you know, you know what you did right, but you know what you did wrong. So you kind of you know kind of fix things and kind of you know give yourself a pat on the back every once every once in a while. But you got to change things. That's that's huge. So and I watch kind of any performance that I do just to see where I'm at and say okay you I have can, to I can change that I can yeah that's better I can do this so better. important yeah so now I'm used to my voice just from podcasts and stuff like that oh so. you have a wonderful voice oh, thank you how is your podcast going you're on a lot of podcasts but you had so I had a podcast called suplexes and cervezas with, with Chavo Guerrero you know suplexes and beer I have my own beer company so I don't know mm-hmm, yeah so mm-hmm. um so Los Guerreros Mexican Lager, check it out. A Lasta Brewing Company. <laughs> and, and and how do we order the beer? Uh, just go on. You can, there's a couple different places, but if you go to alastabrewingcompany dot com, okay, you can order it there. Okay, I'm gonna do that. Yeah, no, I'm gonna I, bring I've been you some. To. I'm gonna yeah. bring you some, and I should have brought I bet some it's here. Great. It's it's the best. You have a great palate. Mexican Lager you've ever had. That sounds delicious. I'm not kidding you. It's it's because of yeah. the fact that it's microbrewed and it's not just uh, you know. They don't brew 8 million barrels of it. There's just a certain amount that they brew. And it's brewed with the best, the finest ingredients. Mm-hmm. And not just saying that, it really is. It's It kills any Mexican lager. You've, I've taste tested against everything. I'm not, I'm not talking like a Modelo or a Dos Equis that are ma- mass brewed. I'm talking any craft brew that's a Mexican lager kills it. We've won uh, every, every um, taste test that we've been in, we've, taking something home so we've won two golds a silver and we just won in the just last week in the new york international craft brew um um competition we won a, a bronze which is huge oh i love it congratulations yeah. yeah totally and when did you launch it about about two years ago okay so right as ago. the pandemic was really right before th- oh, right we, before oh, the, yeah good. right before you know everybody started drinking it so it was but, good. oh i bet yeah. your sales were through the roof they are they sell oh, out all oh, the time, so I, we can't oh, we can't so brew enough for you. Really? Yeah. Oh, that was so smart. Yeah, yeah. And is it a family business or is it just you? So it's just me. So basically, you well, you. <laughs> well, I I teamed up with this company, this brewing company called Alasa Brewing Company. I did a, an appearance for them. They had like a little lucha libre show at their, which is Mexican wrestling, mm-hmm, at their mm-hmm. brewery. So they, they, L- they asked, L-U. Yeah, yeah. One of the acronyms I, I was talking about there earlier. You go. <laughs> they asked me to come down. So I, I came down and uh, they're like, hey, Chavo, would you, uh, have you ever thought about brewing your own beer? And I'm like, yeah, I love beer. <laughs> sure. And they're like, so this is our master brewer. Um, Herb, his name is. He's been. He was one of the first guys to ever do like home brewing in the eighties, and he's like, he goes, "This guy's amazing." So we went back and forth. What should we, what should we do? So we decided on a Mexican lager. You know, me being Mexican. Yeah. And then um, it just kind of took off. He made this incredible beer. Oh, that's how awesome. cool! Yeah. So basically, just teamed with them all, and that's that, kind of where we're at. That must have been so fun, and it's it, cool. it, it must be really exciting. You don't get bored, do you? 
I, I don't. I get you, you, well. I get bored. That's why I do a lot of stuff. Yeah, you. Yeah, you have a lot of projects. You have a lot, a lot of fun things on the burner at yeah. all times. Like today I just laid um, bamboo floor in my bedroom. Redid Amazing. it. Amazing. Yeah, totally. <laughs> I was well. You know, I've been I, I've been wanting to do it, and I started doing my bedroom before I left for Australia. Okay. Five months, six months ago now. So I started, you know, I, you know, new paint, you know, redid a bunch of tile and travertine stuff and all of the shower, did that kind of stuff. But I wanted to get rid of that old ass carpet that I had yeah. and, and put, you know, hardwood floors. Nice. Like a bamboo floor. And um, Bamboo is very nice. Yeah, it's really cool. It's like a dark, it's a really dark Ooh, bamboo floor. It's really classy mm-hmm. looking. And then put a big, you know, white throw rug underneath the bed type thing. So um, I was... Kind of waiting to do it. It sounds very like Caribbean or it's, even Key West. It's, you know? yeah, it's yeah. super cool. Nice. It's really, you walk in, it's like, wow, this is this is bitch. Beautiful. Yeah, totally. And uh, because it was very difficult to get contractors for the past two years, and no, is yeah. that is that one of the reasons you took it on yourself? Or no, just, I just do everything. You just I like do it to myself. do it. Yeah, I, if I can, if I can do it, usually I can do something better than like a contractor, and then. If I can, then I do it. If I can't, then I'll hire one. But usually, I'll I can usually do it better because I just pay attention to detail and it's my stuff, so I kind of you know do it better. We many many talents. Right before the pandemic, I, me and my brother in law rebuilt my mom's house. So you like, built your mom's house. We rebuilt it. Oh. So basically, the house I grew up in, mm-hmm. she had a health scare about four years ago. So we moved, maybe three and a half years ago. We moved her out, and the house was just barren. It was just there, and. Uh, we decided to, well, she needs need some work. She's like, should I just sell it as is? I looked at my brother-in-law, who's really handy too, and we're like, you know, nah, let's do it ourselves. Amazing. So we, you know, of course we subcontracted the uh, the roof out. We're not going to do that. And like the plumbing, I had, you know, the pl- a real plumber. Yeah, that would that. take a specialist. But, but right? he and I, we, you know, any dry rot, we did all the, su- the, the subfloors, we rebuilt walls, reconfigured the whole house, you know, added a fifth bedroom, we changed the, the downstairs half bath into a full bath, we did all that ourselves, all of it, and then we just sold it for my mom, and so we put like, wow. I think we put like, we put a ton of money in her pocket. We just she, took the burden off of her, and she's like, oh she, man, thank she you. She has so finally accepted you as her son. Finally, <laughs> she wasn't proud of you at all. Finally, so she you was put like, "Put a little money in our goddamn pocket." That's it, you know. So I was like, "Hey, can I have some?" She's like, "No, when I die." <laughs> that is so impressive. Oh, here, have a little more. Thank I'm you. Kind of reaching over here for the, the I, yeah. I'm just, are you trying to get me drunk? Yes, I am. <laughs> Good. Yes, I am. As, Good. <laughs> going to keep you here as long as that. This is how, this is why I have the podcast. I just lure athletic hot men. <laughs> Into the basement <laughs> here in Silver Lake Studios. I love it. <laughs> I'll edit that part out. <laughs> Don't. We'll keep, we'll keep. Um, but you're you're a very curious person. I feel like you know, like you could talk about anything pretty intelligently. You know, you're. I mean, you you're very. You know about uh, just like the finer things. I know. I know. A little and about the, a lot of things yeah. and a lot about nothing. That's what I always say. I know a little about a lot of things. I'm pretty good at Jeopardy. I can. I can. I bet you are. I have you know, no doubt. Yeah, I'm pretty good at that. But yeah, it's just I well, can you, just have a conversation about things. Just a lot of things interest me. So I just know a little bit about a lot of things. And and but you're not a snob about it. You're not pedantic. You're you know you're very approachable and 
and and cool and you don't do, you don't talk down oh god no to anyone well i'm always learning i love to learn so talking to somebody even if someone doesn't know as much as you about a subject you still learn from them mm-hmm. they mm-hmm. may learn something that you don't you didn't know like that one thing but you didn't know that so I'm, i love learning and that's i love learning because of the fact that i think that it and you know as a kid i didn't realize this but as an adult the more things you learn it just unlocks different portals in your brain and you start thinking differently like like because i know you know the x subject it helps me learn this new subject better and then because i learned this one it, i'm able to do this differently and now i think about the first subject differently you know what i mean it's, it, it just opens up the realm of, 100%. In, of, of possibility and totally. capabilities and, totally yeah i no, love learning and there's i feel like there's nothing nothing i can't do because i'm I'll, I'll figure it out and then I'll, I'll do it. Whether I continue to do it, I don't know, but I'll figure something out because I'm just, you know, my OCD kicks in and I'm like, all right, I'm going to do this and it's going to be really good. I think it was Tina Fey that said, say yes to everything and figure it out later. Mm. I love that. And I have been doing that since that. living in Los Angeles with, with most projects. Yes. Oh, I can do that. Sure. Yeah. Okay. I, yeah, I'm a juggler. I can juggle. <laughs> I can jump yeah. while holding a ladder in my mouth. Sure, I can. I can do. It. Did, <laughs> I'll figure. I'll figure it out later. <laughs> were you in Venice Beach the other day? Did I see you in Venice Beach with a snake around your neck? <laughs> sure, I'm a voiceover artist. Sure, mm-hmm. I'm a. You know, and, and that's how. Sure, I'm a podcaster, and that's right. how the podcasting started. Sure, I'm a commercial yeah. actor, and that you know that's well, how the commercial started. This and, is pretty cool because you don't have any notes in front of you, and when I do a podcast, I have notes in front of me. Do you? Absolutely. Are you disappointed? That no, I no, 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 no. That's great. That's you feel mean, like I didn't. No, that means that you have it all here in your head. No, no, totally. <laughs> this is I'm I'm impressed. <laughs> I'm impressed because I have a go to to where I go. Now, if it starts going other directions, then great, no problem. But I definitely have pr- questions that I'll ask somebody. But that's I'm, I'm impressed because you don't, and that's that well, means that you're smart. But I well, I also know you. Well, you so, know me too. Yeah, I, but. I do, and and so I I've been looking forward to this for months because we've talked about That's this. Right. That's right. Interview since That's I right. think since you were in Australia, Bumble. and I saw your drinking champagne on the balcony. I'm like, damn, son, he's living the life. Totally. Yeah. It, it sucked. I had a a two bedroom apartment overlooking the ocean and it Gold looked Coast. just stunning. It was it was not it was not easy. <laughs> wait, wait, so how how do you like Australia? I love. How are the people? I, I love Australia. Love it, love it. It's kind of a little bizarro USA. It's like like the, hmm. you know, bizarro like the bizarro Superman back in the day to where it was like Superman but not Superman in the old Justice League. Yeah. Trip. So that's kind of like that. But it's it's awesome. It's really great. The people were so cool. And I was in the Gold Coast. It was so cool. It was like it was kind of like Laguna Beach a little bit, but but better and different. It That's was living the life. It was though. really cool. Yeah, Everybody was so you're nice. There, you're working. You know, I was working. Yeah, yeah it was really cool. Working I did love it. with with the biggest star in the world. I know, crazy, right? And uh, I can't imagine the experience and how enriching that was, and how much you probably learned. And, oh, I learned every time. And the relationships cultivated and. Yeah. And additional gifts and talents 
that you accumulate, you know, just by being on that set? Oh, no, for sure. I learned so much. And and it just you keep learning. But now I'm following the director. Um, Jeffrey Walker was one of our main directors and executive producer. So he was kind enough to let me follow him and just started doing stuff. So I want that's my next goal is to move into the director's chair. Oh, my goodness. You and I have the same goal. I love that. I'm thinking about doing the same. Really? Yes. Good for you. Yeah. It's yeah. Our, it's our, I'm um, looking for someone to shadow right now. Really? If anybody's listening. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. It's our, so, it's our, um, our um, what do you call it? Our, um, <laughs> I just had it in my head. But our, it's the um, wine. Yeah, totally. I'm getting them drunk here in the basement. <laughs> all part but of the plan. The it's master our con- plan. Our control freak. <laughs> and, I'm, and I'm going along with it. Just found my. Well, I think that you would make the most exquisite director. I mean, because you just, you're the leader. You're a leader. Really? Thank oh you. Oh my, you would be fantastic. This is a great, great, great idea for you. You're too kind. I Absolutely. You. You're going to, you're just going to do it. I know, because I know you. You do what you say you're going to do. I'm going to do it. Oh yeah, you're going to do, do it. it. You probably already have something on the burner. Well. Projects. I, I, well, we, um, okay, so. I, uh, <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> I came up with an idea. I'm getting it out of them. <laughs> I came up with an NDA idea. What? <laughs> and it's been it's been you know rattling around my head for a while. So I did this show on Vice, so mm. where I was the supervising producer, and it was called um, it was called the Dark Side of the Ring, and and it's deals with you know like the. The dark side of wrestling, but oh. that's only like five percent of wrestling. So ninety-five percent of wrestling is amazing. But this, this is a really great show. Anyways, I was a supervising producer on these two episodes. Okay, I had this idea. I took it to the creator of that show, Evan Husney, mm-hmm. and he loved it. So we kind of, you know, wrote it up, did a deck on a deck, and we pitched it to uh, Seven Bucks. That's Dwayne Johnson's production company. Okay. They loved it. Mm. We partnered up. Then we started trying to sell the show right before the pandemic. So we went. We had a meeting with USA and and uh, Fox and um, TNT, TBS. So we had some we had some meetings, and then the pandemic hit, so it shut down. Right before we went for season two to Australia, we sold the show and we sold it to the Vice Channel, which is Dark Side of the Ring also. Okay. And uh, they loved it. So right now we're just about ready to get going on that one. And then I'm going to do some little directing on that thing. I love it. And this is all because of the relationships that you have gained throughout the years and just being really smart uh, with the cards that you pull out of your back pocket and pulling them out when needed. People say, you know, it's not what you know, it's who you know, but that's not true it's who you have good relationships with mm. and that's what gets you at least in the door and your talent takes you through the door i love that but it's who you have good relationships with and and I wish some, everyone could i wish everyone was listening to this and I'm, we're going to get everyone i'm going to i'm going to ba- blasting this baby out yeah, absolutely. absolutely but just because you're you know you're not maybe working with somebody right now in the future you're going to so you never know who's going to be your boss you know, next week or next year. Yeah. I, and I've learned, and sometimes I've learned the hard way, but really, you, you really never know what you can do. So just don't burn those bridges. And I'm, I'm, 
you know, I'm, I'm a Latin guy. I've got a hot temper. And sometimes yeah. you've, you've burned bridges and you have to learn. But that's how you learn. I and, can't imagine you with a hot temper. But I mean, I see the persona wrestling. You know, I've, yeah. I've seen the clips and well, and it's uh, it's they're great. My, you're, my, you're so good. Thank you. And, my, my friends call me. That's a character, too. A little a little bit. Oh, it's, 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 I mean, it's, it's not, me. It's real. But it's, but it's it's me. But it's exemplified it's yeah. like me just Oof. you're like so much bigger than me but mm-hmm. that's that's Superman. that's that's me that i just don't let out you know so my friends sometimes will call me the mulk the the mexican hulk ah, because you because do have i'll grow to six four when i need when needed yeah real fast you know when needed you know let's say like somebody's messing with my friend or messing you know family member it's like yeah like, holy shit like dude you you that nobody wanted to mess with you, but it's, I don't like that guy. I keep that guy pushed away. <laughs> you know, I really keep him, well, I, I keep him in the closet. You protect the people you love. But it's there if, if, if warranted, you know, so yeah. I don't know. Does well, make, I don't want to incriminate myself I, doing anything. <laughs> I, I think it's hot. Thank you. I'm going to edit that out. Uh, <laughs> don't, don't edit that out. Keep, keep that in. I want everybody in the world to uh, know that so, Sarah J <laughs> thinks I'm hot. Eat your heart out. Hey, you gotta, you gotta, yeah, you you protect the people you care about, absolutely, and love, and absolutely, and and you'll, and and also it's your integrity and morals, and and you you defend who you are as a person, and not a lot of people do today. Sure, you know, it's it's one of those things that's kind of slipping through the cracks. Thank you very much, Chavo. Where can our listeners find you? You can find me at on Instagram at Chavo Guerrero Jr. and um, you know Twitter at Mex Warrior. But Mex Warrior uh, Instagram is usually where everything's at. So check me out. <laughs> we gotta go. Yeah. We've been drinking too much. All right. Thank you very much for tuning in. Until the next time. Thanks, Chavo. Thank you.